What is up, everyone? Welcome to Call to Action Live this Saturday night. A little bit strange, but a little mix-up for it. New change to our schedule. It's going to be a lot of fun. Look at that. We started on time. Okay, may not look like it because you guys are on a delay, but we started on time. We did. So <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> That's what happens when you get us, this group of ladies together. We're punctual people. Some, yes. Most of it. <laughs> it's always my fault. Too. That's what's funny about it is that it's usually my fault. <laughs> I just, Paul just happens to get the blame for it. <laughs> And we'll keep it that way. If we were late tonight, we were still going to blame Paul because it's just yeah. what we do. Yeah. Speaking of which, to my right, the amazing and talented Danielle, co-hosting with me tonight. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Kelsey. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here on this Saturday. Uh, happy Saturday to everyone out there. Uh, yeah. 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 And then down below, also co-hosting with me, we have Megs. I'm so excited to have you tonight. How are you doing? Hey. I am oh, no, so wonderful. Thanks for having me as well. It's been uh, it's been exciting to kind of get melded into this whole group, and it's a wild ride, but I'm loving it. Woo! Woohoo! Glad you're able to deal with our chaos. And look, you helped us make us more punctual, and I I will put that on you. So thank you. <laughs> My you have improved the channel like a hundred percent already. Hundred percent, and the whole time you've been on, it's improved. One thousand percent. There we go. All right. I'm so excited to talk about some matches that happened this week. A few of them we did do full-on breakdowns. So if you want to deep dive into those matches, please go check those out. They're a lot of fun. Uh, sometimes we have guests and things like that. It's pretty awesome. But there are a couple of matches we didn't cover on those, at least yet. So we will talk about them tonight. Um, starting with, let me pull it up. Is this the right one? That's not the right one. There we go. <laughs> we have the Cobra, Chance Ellison versus Diamond David Del Rio, Corruption versus the Rockstars. And I'll pull that up in a little bit to talk about it more. But what were your guys' general thoughts on that match? It kind of went the way I was expecting. In my personal bracket, I have a chance winning the whole thing. So I wasn't surprised. So, Danielle, what were your thoughts? So uh, it did not come out the way that I was expecting. Not that I was expecting Chance to lose. I thought Chance was going to smoke Del Rio. I really did. Like, I thought David was going to have a, um, I didn't think he was going to have well as around as he did. And he crushed it, dude. Like, he just kept on par with Chance the entire time. So that's what, that's what the biggest surprise to me was, was how close it was throughout the entire game. Yeah, absolutely. And Megs, what were your thoughts? Uh, again, I think similar to Danny, I had a strong feeling that Chance was going to be able to pull it out. Um, but it, the fact of how far it went in that actually got put into the situation of having to go into sudden death and how close they were neck and neck this whole time uh, was a slight surprise. But base, I was impressed with the time that we did see uh, Diamond Dave Del Rio last season. So I knew that if he was able to stay on top of things in the interim, he was going to surprise people. So, again, su somewhat surprised, but not shocked. Yeah, that's about where I was, too, from watching his tape before and things like that. Mm -hmm. I knew Del Rio was a pretty strong player. I did not think it was going to go to sudden death. I absolutely did not. I thought it was going to go to the third round. I thought maybe it would be right. like a three or five point decider question. Yeah. yeah. But, it, yeah, sudden death was very surprising to me. But it was a fantastic match. I love both of those guys so much, and – Oh, yeah. They're managers. Oh my gosh, Shannon and Roxy together. <laughs> <laughs> the amount I, of things. I mean, I the amount of things I was writing down from notes of like things that happened, talk back and forth to me with matches. I'm like, I cannot keep up with this. Right. But it was amazing. 
oh, it's so banter. much fun. Yeah, it's so much fun to watch the two of them together because um, that's when we went to what was it? Uh, was it spectacular when they announced all of the new managers for yes. the season? Mm -hmm. uh, when we went to spectacular and uh, corruption did its whole thing with Grace leaving mm -hmm. and Grace and Shannon having their like their back and forth. That, yep. uh -huh. that was so much fun. So to to see Shannon, I I I like this. I know that there are sometimes where some people might say that it feels a little problematic to have two women kind of competing or, or battling with each other like that. But I think that's so much fun for me to watch as a fan to, to watch these, to watch these women go back and forth with each other is well, and the fact that they do it so differently, their yes. approaches are different. So yeah, they're absolutely. distinct enough that it doesn't look like it's just two ladies just going at it. It's two very different personalities going at it. Absolutely. I love that. And then same thing if you add Grace and um, and Kate into the mix. That's a whole different type of battle between them as well. So oh, I love it. I yeah. love the banter between Roxy and Shannon. It's so good. It so great. So heated. Oh, it's just so funny. Uh, like, that's the thing. They're, they are like not pulling punches. They're going at it. But yet also it's so funny to watch their like, reactions to each other and things like that. It's just mm -hmm. oh, so fun. And then uh, one of my favorite parts too. I can't remember if it was when she they were both on screen or just Shannon was on screen, but they were talking crap. And then you can see Mike in the background. He like looks back, like <laughs> the Mike cameos yes, the, and Shannon. The creep, the creep across the background. Yeah. It's become it's becoming a, a commonality. It's gonna <laughs> become a, a full on bit here pretty quick. Where, where's Mike? Hashtag where's Mike? Hashtag mm -hmm. where's Mike? There you go. <laughs> Let's get that going. We need yeah. the Mike cameos when Shannon's yeah. on screen for sure because it's very entertaining but yeah so the the banter was amazing the competitors were fantastic um any final thoughts on just the general vibe of the match before i pull up the stats again and we can talk about more specifics well i know that this match was coming off of the um and i think i think we're going to talk about the the perry ko match also right uh we can briefly talk about it. we did have a breakdown oh, for oh it, so i'm so sorry i completely oh that's right i'm so sorry it's been a rough <laughs> week yeah it's been a rough it's, week it's been um, so this is coming off of the uh, Perry KO match, which which has to be like a weird mindset for Chance because of what happened with Mike. That's kind of devastating um, in terms of faction because everyone right. thought that Mike was going to mm -hmm. get in there and, and earn all those points. And now it kind of seems like, and no no heat to anyone else in, in corruption to, uh, to Marisol and to Adam Collins that mm -hmm. are also yep. inside of this tournament, no heat to them. They're doing amazing work, but it almost feels like this is kind of resting on Chance's shoulders. And I don't, yep. I don't necessarily think that he went into that match with that mentality, but I think that a lot of people are going to assume that because we've only right. seen Chance. Well, and it was even, I think it was even brought up during the commentary of the match of, mm -hmm. you know, how do you feel about being kind of the last one standing there? And I know he, from what he has said, Chance has a lot to prove in singles tournaments specifically. Mm -hmm. Getting past round one and getting going the distance in a singles tournament is something that I see statistically he's very capable of, but he's just had some pretty tough breaks in his last two. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's just kind of hard to to deny chance right now with that 
that oh, no. run that he had. I mean, he's got to be feeling that. And so that that's just my overall thoughts with with that whole match. Is I'm I'm excited to see Chance go farther into it. I think with the way that Del Rio performed, it would have been very fun to see him continue throughout throughout the league. Not not no. No Dino Shade Chance, but it would be fun to see different personalities kind of in the mm-hmm. league. I love Chance. Mm-hmm. I love Chance's personality. I'd love to see Shannon all the time. But I think it would be fun to to get some of the, the new blood out there a little bit more so we get a chance to kind of really take it, take on those characters as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hashtag Denimate. My, my, my only kind of interesting was there was a lot of talk about the – fact that Chance did not go perfect in his intergatum second round. Mm-hmm. It seemed like those were harder intergatum round two singles questions mm-hmm. than we've seen prior. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I definitely think, especially this More season, I know it's like some matches they'll be questions will be harder, and then the next match will be still well. Uh, my perspective on like like they were less. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely just really depends on what match questions get pulled because I think there's yeah. definitely a degree. It just seemed uh, like they were they were about more of the obscure mm-hmm. Gipton movies, not as the quite well known. At least those yeah. couple that he was struggling with. So mm-hmm. like I don't necessarily give any fault to him on that because yeah. it, he has been a couple months removed from yeah. having been really concentrating on IG. So yeah, that was my only thought on that. Yeah. I can totally see that. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. If you're wanting a controversial like back and forth, we should have brought the guys on. I guess I know, right? <laughs> we tend to agree with each other. So this is going to be a very, very cohesive well, conversation. We started. <laughs> it's just gonna be like, <laughs> we're too alike. <laughs> we need that every once in a while. Yeah, it's nice. Help keep the show like under wraps a little bit and not go to like a seven hour show, which happens occasionally. Uh, I I would definitely have to tap out on that. Yeah. I have way too much to do tomorrow. My internet's crackling up. Sorry, oh, guys. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, no. Sorry. 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 Oh, no. I slipped and hit and broadcast. <laughs> My bad. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to pull up the stats again. And since we have the amazing creator of these stats, Megs, um, yeah. anything you want to specifically talk about with the match? Um, Nothing really specific. Um, just kind of in general, um, I'm going to start paying a little bit more attention to the difference between accuracy percentage and potential points earned uh, percentage differences. Um, that it plays a lot more into round two and round three, but it can be very interesting to have some type of comparison and to maybe just kind of pay attention to that and see how what percentage difference is there? And that kind of gives you an idea of how how much they're getting those maybe more difficult questions. Mm-hmm. Um, can give you a little bit of insight on a player specifically. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's fascinating. Honestly, it's actually seeing the numbers in front of my face is fascinating to me because mm-hmm. like when you're watching the match live, you're like, oh, that person did really great or oh, that's like that. And you're actually seeing the percentages. It's like, okay, that person really did do great. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. a little bit lower percentage than I would have assumed and things like that. Yeah, and being able to look at that and go and actually see it presented and not just someone reading off the numbers, it just mm-hmm. it adds a different layer to it. Yeah. Which I think which I mean that's the reason I do it. It's very insightful. Presenting things. 
Right. Danielle, anything you want to talk it's about? Not necessarily with that? presenting new things, just in a new way. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I. Uh, words. Okay, so as a fan, when I first started out watching the Schmodown, I was just kind of more into the trivia. A lot of these, like, really big player breakdowns weren't really... I just didn't pay attention to stuff like that. Uh, if I saw it, if I read it, then there, there it was. And I think more so going into this season is when I've really felt like I've paid way more attention to percentage rates and inaccuracy in, in not only singles, but in teams as well, just to, uh, just to kind of get a better view of the game. It really has enhanced my my view of the game as a fan. So anyone who puts in all of these extra times to do the stats and numbers and all of that stuff, big shout out to all of that. So Meg, thank you for doing all yeah. that you for the slowdown. Uh, shout out to everyone else who's doing. I know I see. I've seen a lot of that stuff on the Facebook page. People are making graphs and doing all of. Oh these yeah. Things. Now it's it's really changed up from when uh, from when Janice started doing stuff like this. So mm -hmm. Yeah, really absolutely. Cool that that view of the game progressed the way that it's progressed, and it's and it's it's helped me kind of really um, appreciate it as a fan. Yeah, and it's like it's another layer, but also understanding that it's still very much true any given day. You know, you could say that someone statistically should not be going, should not be at a specific place by the end of the season, but then they go on this run that you can't predict and it just makes things fun. I love to be able to look at the numbers, but I like even more to be surprised when someone does something I don't expect and it just totally changes up the landscape of their graph, of their statistics. Mm -hmm. So that's what makes it so cool. All right. Any final thoughts on that match before we move on to the second match we're going to cover this evening? Um, which is, if we're good to go. I think we got that one. Ben the Boss Bateman versus uh -huh. Devin Air Drew Guy. Mm -hmm. So okay. many, so many emotions. So many emotions. <laughs> As you all know, we are all Action Army, but we're all not on the same side of the war. So, you know, there's a lot of, you know, tension between people in this group <laughs> <laughs> and then we have me who on the grounds of being a statistician stays very neutral and i get a lot of flack for that but too bad yeah, i'm no, sticking I, to it i yeah. like that anytime i burrow on this like discussion thing is that i kind of try to tend to stay neutral i'm like as the host i feel like i need to be kind of neutral and like you guys mm -hmm. all have the opinions i totally relate to that feeling like <laughs> well it's like it's not even that necessarily i'm doing it just to for the sake of being stats, I love both of them for different reasons. So I can't in good conscience really choose between one of the two just for the sake of choosing because I'd be neglecting the fact that I really appreciate this about mm -hmm. one of them and I really appreciate that about another one. So yeah. 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 And I and I came into the showdown after team action had already broken up. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of one of those, I came into it already seeing them separately and assessing them separately. Mm -hmm. And then it was after watching them as team action, I'm like, I really appreciate this mm -hmm. team up, but I also understand and I see where they've developed mm -hmm. later on in their careers. So yeah. that's my perspective on that. And that's kind of what dictates my thoughts on that. I love that, uh, especially because I know that, I know that Kelsey has been a team action fan for a long time as well. Yes. And so like being, 
watching team action go from where they were to where they are now to to uh i'm sorry guy versus bateman too is intense as as fans mm -hmm. watch the change so as someone who's been watching them as a for a long time listening to someone who hasn't really seen them as team action that's a fun that's a fun and interesting yeah. uh opinion to, to hear about it and i love that i think that's well great. i definitely having now gone back and watched all the old team action matches i can definitely see where i probably would not have been a fan initially of them just because i didn't grow up with the wrestling aspect so it's taken me a little bit to get into that groove but like now mm -hmm. that i've been involved for a while i totally get and i totally love it but i probably would not have been a fan initially <laughs> it's taken me a little while to come around to that so. There's a lot of Action Army people and fans who are like, I hated them until I saw them elsewhere. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, they're great. And then I love them. <laughs> yeah, that really was for a long time. Mm -hmm. So many people absolutely despised uh, Team Action and would get upset at, at people who were fans of Team well, Action asking why they would root for someone who's such a jerk like that. Well, and some, like, most of the bigger characters, they're. The slight exaggeration of themselves. Mm -hmm. oh, am I out? You back, broke up. Yeah, back in. So most <laughs> yeah. of the original characters. Um. So one of the original characters were just exaggerated themselves, whereas mm -hmm. Ben and Drew were vastly different from how they are in real life. So that took a while to get into that mindset for people. I think. Yeah. And I think that's what was fun for for me because I had already, I was already watching them on uh, oh, Action yeah. Anatomy before mm -hmm. they were Team Action. So to see them come in and be Team Action was yeah. so much fun. It was so much fun, and yeah. that helped me under. I had I had never even heard of the word kayfabe before <laughs> the showdown and before getting into team action because I'm not a part of that wrestling world. And, and so mm -hmm. I watched it when I was a kid, but only because my brothers watched it and because my best friends watched it. So I was around it and I still, I like, I still got mad love for Bret Hart. So that's, <laughs> that's the closest that I have to wrestling. So Team Action helped me uh, understand that as uh, understand uh, that part of the Schmodown. And that's why I'll always love them and always appreciate their characters. And because I've been fans of Ben and Drew for a very long time. And I want to support them in everything that they do. And I think that they're doing so well. And it's so great to see the progression that they've done inside of the Schmodown together and separately. Be yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Speaking of which, very, very different characters now coming into this match we have we have the boss i feel like the boss is back there was a while where he was trying to do the face thing and now he's just accepted i'm the boss i'm just gonna do my thing if i'm a tweener if i'm whatever i am i'm what i am i'm just gonna be myself the boss and i love that and then we have andrew who i i'm ho hope he's okay <laughs> yeah like he seems to be going through something he looked a little sweaty and had a few drinks kind of going around. <laughs> now, I will have to say, when I, when I saw the sweaty shirt, I'm like, oh, this is funny on multiple levels. If anyone yeah. is familiar with yeah. Action Movie Anatomy, you know yeah. exactly. <laughs> I want, like, I about screamed when I saw the sweat. I, I laughed so so hard I couldn't I uh -huh. couldn't believe it I thought that was hilarious and and I thought it was I thought it was a nice little shot I felt like that was mm -hmm. like 
to the Action Army also. Oh, yeah. It's funny. My ex-husband never in Shimoda. Like, we were married, not in Shimoda, but he watched this match because he was interested in the Kevin Smith Jericho or anything. And he texted me, he's like, is he usually that sweaty? I <laughs> 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 explained him, like, well, no, but it's meant for a callback to something. But this one time. There, this one time. there was a time, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but yeah, so um, besides storyline, K-Fave stuff aside, what did you guys think of this match? Like the actual gameplay round one and things like that. Danielle, what were your thoughts? I, um, man, there's a lot of, there's, I mean, for first and foremost, yeah, and I, I saw it in the chat already. It's a, it's got a weird salted feeling. Everything kind of from yesterday does. So, um, after you know, after hearing the passing of Chadwick Boseman, it, everything just kind of feels kind of like a bummer. So that that we mad i'm so i'm so sorry i just completely lost my train of thought because i've been bummed out about that all day long and since all day long yesterday so uh big rest in peace Chadwick Boseman and all that so my my energy is kind of low so that's why please excuse me do not think that i was not excited about this match because um i was super pumped and ready to watch Andrew Guy and Ben Bateman go at it with each other, especially with Debonair's crazy character that's going on right now. Like, we have no idea what's going on with Drew, but watching the first round, I was kind of cringing just a tiny bit, just a little bit, um, uh, just because I really, I I don't know what it was really. I wanted, I, I don't know how to react to this, y'all, because I liked mm -hmm. it. I did, but I really wanted Guy to do better. And I do feel like maybe his character kind of hurt him a little bit. And I don't want to, I really don't want to say that about right. Drew because I love Andrew Guy and, and I love what he's doing with the Schmodown and with his character. But I mean, if I'm being honest, like I really feel like it kind of hurt just a little bit. And and it was just a just a little bit of a bummer to see. Um, I Ben did what I thought Ben was gonna do and went mm -hmm. lights out on round one, and did very well in round one. So big shout out to to Ben Bateman for that. Uh, he uh, Ben Bateman Ben Bateman watches movies. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watches movies. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll just say that. Yeah. Uh, uh, and make your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, and s similar to Danny, it's the. I think it did, the character aspect kind of got reined in by the time the second round rolled around, but I think there was a... Sorry. ...at that very beginning of round one where it's like, okay, he's... Character at and still last. Oh, can you see and hear me now? Yes, yes. Um, okay. so yes, he there was it looked like there was almost a slight duality of he was trying to maintain his character, but he was getting frustrated that he was missing questions that he should have known. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it kind of compounded upon itself a little bit. I don't think it necessarily got in the way. Mm -hmm. It just made it a little more scattered when he was trying to maintain both at mm -hmm. the same time. Yep. I think uh, I feel similarly where I feel like trying to focus on the character, stuff like that, always, I think no matter what, who you are and things like that, doing your character does take 
let's say 10% of your brain away from the trivia just because you're, you're trying to maintain something. Yeah. And if you miss a couple questions, I know me personally, I would be like, oh crap. Now what I'm going to do, I'm running behind now, things like that. So then you have the pre that kind of pressure on you. Plus mm -hmm. that, plus you're the undercard to the biggest match in like Shmoyon history. I can see all that stuff kind of just, you know, kind of getting in your head a little bit. Like I know Drew's a fantastic player. He's the, one of the best character work people in the entire oh, Shmoyon history and should go down to history for it. Uh, I do think it was just a weird combination of things. It just made it a rougher match for him. And I, yeah. I, my kids though loved it. They don't care about points. They don't care about who wins. They care about the <laughs> tape babe stuff. And they're just like, "What's wrong with Drew?" He's like, Why is he? "They just loved it though. They thought it was so funny and great." That's so, great. I haven't shown. Really excited. <laughs> I haven't shown my mom the match yet. So my mom, for anyone who doesn't know, my mom's uh, the biggest Andrew guy fan. So Aww. I haven't I have I haven't shown her the match yet. So um I'm I might live tweet her reaction to the match. <laughs> I think it, I think it'll be funny. She's gonna be very concerned. Yes. <laughs> I think I think we all are in at one point or another, we're like, is this a real problem? What's going on? Drew, <laughs> are you having social like uh, you know, do, do you need a hug? Do I actually <laughs> have to reach out right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Honestly, his his character work right now is like how I feel inside during quarantine right now. Just like I feel like I'm slowly losing. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, yeah. And I just I'm I'm hoping that what he's been building up to for the past couple months, they're able to capitalize on down the road. I would love to see that satisfaction for them that they've done all this work with him and him building all this character for it to be able to lead somewhere by the end of the season. Mm -hmm. Me too. Um, Me that too. will just bring, bring everything full circle mm -hmm. for yeah. him as a character. I agree. I definitely feel like we need that. Any storyline with him and it makes me happy. So. Yes. yes. He always, and he's been part of some of the biggest pivotal storylines in recent years. And he's, that's why he's the best. He's good at it. Yep. He gets relied on for that because he can he can handle it. Yeah, it's always team guy in this house, baby. Yep. <sighs> I mean, as Team Bateman, I'll have to admit, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was pretty happy because <laughs> I I think Ben is the greatest player in short on history. Um, but part of that is Kayfabe stuff because I do think Drew is the best character work mm -hmm. ever happened in short on history and one of the top players as well. So, you know, always mixed feelings watching things that happen like that. But my little team Bateman heart was very excited that he did so well with this perfect game. Perfect yes. game. Perfect so game. proud. Yeah. <laughs> it, so uh, is this his first completely perfect game? Yes. So he's had 100% accuracy, but he's not had a 100% accuracy and 100% potential points earned. So this is officially nice which is super exciting like when i started really tallying it up i'm like oh, yes it happened i'm so happy <laughs> my little stats heart was beating i'm so happy oh, oh that's so funny oh, so um bad. only one out of two perfect games ever thrown that's amazing uh do you know who has the second one meg uh i believe it was uh if we're talking overall i think it's Mets from spectacular but i have no idea if if I'm if I'm recalling correctly, again, I don't have every match, but as far as I can tell, in singles, this is the first time it's happened. Nice. So, 
Shout out to Ben Damon. Absolutely. I'll say, and I know Alex has, Damon in Star Wars has come, has either had a completely perfect game or been really darn close. And then uh, Smets again at Spectacular, which I think he did. That's a good one. Technically, yeah. I can't remember now top of my head or not he technically was perfect perfect uh he might have had a steal miss um but without pulling it up completely if y'all want to mean to double check i can but oh no uh, you don't have to you can keep vamping while i <laughs> <laughs> if we could if we're good at anything it's vamping <laughs> yeah, i figured it that wouldn't be a problem uh <laughs> we like to talk <laughs> Just a little. Uh, but overall, with the uh, with the first round between between the two of them, it was really interesting. I loved it whenever the first question came out, and it was uh, action adventure. And Andrew guy goes, "Hey, hey, <laughs> we know this." I thought that was really funny and kind of cute. I did feel, I did mm-hmm. kind of feel like that performance was sprinkled in with a bunch of little um, action army Easter eggs in there. So that was oh, actually, yeah. that's well, actually like, cute. Well, that whole speech that Ben did at the very beginning, talking yeah. about the act, I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. I mean, I know that we all do a lot of fun stuff with it and we all call Ben a traitor and stuff oh, yeah. like that. But it's all completely out of love. Yeah, Kelsey's never, ever, I'll ever, say Kelsey never does. Ever, I ever. officially have not. I just hear it all the time and try to <laughs> stay out of it. It's like, I'm, I am neutral. Keep me out of this. Yeah. Don't make me choose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but yes, um, Smets did throw a perfect game. The only thing that tarnishes it is he did not bet three points in the betting round. Mm. Which is... I'm I'm, I'm a little tacky on that one. I haven't quite fully figured out my stance on that. If that in my mind is an asterisk to that is actually a perfect game. Mm -hmm. Because you are... It is one potential point that could have... Right. It's one potential point that tips it off. So. Yeah, but it was the amount of points that he chose to be able to get. Right. So I I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, to be determined on that one. TBD. <laughs> TBD. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to pull up the stats again. Um, we could go over again. Like, look at that round one with Ben. Like, perfect plus the bonus. Mm-hmm. So proud. Oh my God. Uh, Tim Burton and Harrison Ford. It's very interesting that those were like the round two things. Like there's certain ones that either just have not come up or very, not very right. much. So I was very interested to see like what questions I had way worse on Tim Burton than I thought I would have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Cause you, just in my head, which ones pop in my like, that's a Tim Burton movie. It's like, oh yeah, but he does have a lot of other stuff. Doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and it was interesting that he just, whether or not he already had in his head that he was going to, that he was comfortable with Tim Burton, or if it was just in the moment, he's like, let's just stick with this because I don't want to risk anything else on mm-hmm. the wheel for guys specifically. Yep. That would totally make sense for me because I, I ne- I'm really bad about looking at the rest of the wheel. I kind of just focus on what people spin and things like that, but there's probably some slices that he was like, I don't want those slices. Yeah. So when he didn't get those slices, he's like, well, this, this, is, this is good enough. I don't want to risk risk it so all right and and if he is a little bit more i think he does 
I've heard him uh, reference some Tim Burton stuff. So that might be kind of something that he is very comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think also because Tim, I feel like I haven't really seen Tim Burton too, too many times chosen from the wheel. So there's still that potential that there there's the possibility for some uh, easier questions because it isn't. A it's category. not as deep cut. Yeah. yeah. But but man, the big fish question I yeah. broke my heart and it's yeah. In so many ways that a lot of other people, anyone who really like knows me understands why the big fish question specifically <laughs> broke my heart. And for Andrew yeah. to not not listen and or not not that he didn't listen, I don't want to say he it didn't like hear that, it. Mm -hmm. Didn't hear it correctly. And um that just was a huge bummer to see because he you know he knew the answer. Mm -hmm. and what, what really, really bummed me out because he knew the answer. And then I feel like it's at that point, really, when you saw him kind of change a little bit more. Yeah. And um, and it just, man, that was, that was a bummer for me. So. Yeah, and that the one miss in round two was another one where it was like he didn't quite catch what the question was, which I'm sorry. Am, are you referring to that one, Danny? Yeah. Or are you thinking of, okay. Yes. Okay. I, I wasn't, I didn't pace as close of a 10. Yeah. It was the Ewan McGregor was the answer to it. And he said Billy Crudup because he, I think he thought that it there was asking who was Edward Bloom's son and not who was Ed, Edward. Yes. Bloom, mm -hmm. uh, whatever. Or who played the younger mm -hmm. Edward Bloom. Yeah. 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 Right. I mean, that's yeah. one thing that that one definitely can make hurt. a big deal in a match is uh, whether you can hear the question right or not, especially as people who use Streamlab or StreamYard all the time. I can't imagine like trying to like focus and listen that deeply into a question because like sometimes I can't hear you guys because like it just crackles for some reason or things like that. It's just, and then just the amount of pressure trying to listen to it as well. I I constantly, even with the, it being written on the bottom screen, miss your questions and stuff. And I'm like, wait, now I have to go back and read it to make sure I read heard it right. Mm -hmm. So it, it's something I could see happening and it's unfortunate, but it does happen. Yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah. And it's a lot because like we get to read it. Like the audience a lot of times is like, why? Right. Did, it's like, like we get to read it. They don't, they have to go hundred percent off of listening to it. And that does in studio and online. So like that, that's one thing about Schmodown that I don't think I'd be as good playing. If I could read the question, I feel like I'd be better at it, but mm -hmm. just having to do off here. I know I won't be good as well. <laughs> Whenever I'm watching a match, I try. I, I don't. I try to listen to it only when I mm -hmm. hear it. See if I know the answer to the question. Right. If I don't, then I freely read it. But I try to, mm -hmm. so I can still kind of get that same feeling. But I don't. I don't do movie trivia. So <laughs> I'm not that good yeah. at it. Yeah, me either. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts on that match uh, before we move on? We won't be breaking down the Kevin Smith Jericho match because we want to do like an actual breakdown on it. Cause I think a lot of us are really excited to talk about it. So we want to have like a bigger panel and things like that. So we're just going to hold off until we can get something together. So yeah. When so I will, I will just say the fact that I'm putting Chris Jericho and Kevin Smith on a stat sheet. I'm just like, this is so surreal. <laughs> it's like for uh, me, like going through that, I'm like, how did we get yeah. here? How did this is crazy? Here? I do have to say though, I know that we're gonna we're gonna break it down in another match. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just your thoughts, yeah, fine. Was 
one uh, like y'all i couldn't believe like i was watching it and i was just like with my like i legit was in like my hands on my i was like this the entire time just like with like the biggest like googly eyes looking at it to see like how far the schmodown has come and what they're doing like it was, it was a huge deal like you don't have like I, we all knew it was a big deal. We all knew it was a big deal, not not just for the names that were on there, mm-hmm. but for for everyone who who knows these people and for what the Schmodown is. It's a fucking wrestler against a director. Like, that's so <laughs> tight. Like, that's so yeah. cool. And they did well. And that's not to say anything against any of the other celebrity matches that we've seen. And this wasn't technically a celebrity match. Like, it was no. an actual faction-pointed yep. match and stuff like that. But... This was absolutely like if this doesn't match win match of the year, I don't know what could top this because there this was just fun all around. And the fact that it went to sudden, oh man, I can't wait to talk about this. Yeah, I know, me too. I have so many things, but like, yeah, even like gameplay aside, like that, you can tell how much they loved playing. Like, you know, like Mm -hmm. when they first got started, you know, the ride's like, yeah, we're gonna play. But as soon as like both of them got into the match, you could just see their enthusiasm get up, like, I'm doing good at this. This is fun. Mm -hmm. I want to keep playing. (laughs) It warmed my heart. Yeah. And I would like, the only other thing I will say is just, I was very happy that I decided that for this one, I'm like, I'm not gonna write it on any stats stuff. I'm not gonna have my paper in front of me. I am just gonna sit and enjoy both these matches. And I was so glad that I did because that was just, that match was just a joy to watch. So much and it just taken. I loved it. Oh, oh but I don't God. have anything else to say about Andrew Guy and Bibi. <laughs> no, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. I'm sorry, I do. Um, uh, Just about uh, the match. Congratulations to Ben Bateman for going 100 on it. Love it. Um, Andrew Guy's, I, I, the, like the post-match stuff was kind of tough to watch because of what I, I, I don't know what happened. I really have no idea what happened, but he wasn't there for most of it. And I was, I think it would have been fun to kind of get a little bit more insight from it. Um, it, I I think that's it. I feel like that's it. (laughs) Sorry, y'all. Yeah. Whether, whether or not that's going to ultimately play into the storyline too, because like he did kind of really dial down the character and talk about some of the things that he knew that he missed mm-hmm. and that just things that didn't go his way. Um, but then it was, then he switched back into the, I gotta go. There's so many things going on. And I'm just like, okay, are you back in character? And this is part of the bit, or is this a gut reaction? I don't want to be here. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Like I said, to be determined where this where this whole storyline leads, but I am all in for it, whatever it does. Yeah. Same here. Same. Same. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, I am ready to go start talking about things that are happening in the Schmodown this coming week. These, these last few weeks have been so stacked. It's not slowing down at all. I'm so tired from everything. Schmodown is so much right now, but I am enjoying every second of it. So I'm ready to talk about upcoming match predictions where we could talk about all the cool stuff scheduled in the schmodown this coming week which starting with on monday we have miller versus silvestrini and then we have snyder versus montano and then barbarian versus cybold and then riley versus video drew um is that i don't even know what days of the week are anymore is that all next week monday tuesday wednesday thursday Oh, Friday. So then Bibiani versus White or Moran. 
mm-hmm. is then Friday, I believe. Nope. Yes. Wait. Nope. My- that's Monday. That's next week. Okay. All wrong. Days of the week, time. What is time? It is a contract. Is- okay. So we're doing Miller all the way through Riley. So that's what we have to talk about. Yes. So um, swag, swag, drip, drip. But uh, that's your girl. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, swag. I I'm definitely mm-hmm. there for swag, but. I love Rachel Silvestrini so much. I know. She's the best. And she's a big fan of the pod, so shout out. And Absolutely. Love her so much. And I I really want to see her continue continue on and do well throughout the entire thing. Or, or throughout um, you know, the schmodown and just and just everything in general. I love Rachel and I love watching her play. So I'm excited about this one. And it's her against Liz, so it's gonna be against two girls, so that's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. Megs, what are your thoughts? So I I really hope that it's a close match. You know, because we've seen what level of knowledge Liz Shannon Miller has. Um, and I'm really hoping that the work that Rachel has put in over this past year will pay off for her and that they can have a really close competitive match. Um, I don't necessarily have that. This one's a pick em for me. It could definitely go either way. I don't have strong feelings one way or the other um, because I can see both of them being able to pull it out. Um, so, but I just, I hope that it goes into all three rounds and that it's, it's tight. Yeah. yeah I'm super excited for this match. I am also very torn because I know Lisha and Miller is a fantastic player, but I'm also a good friend of Rachel's and I want her to do really well as well. It always yeah. bums me out, though. When it, I love that it's two women. I'm super excited for that. But it also bums me out when it's early on in the bracket. Right. So that means yeah. just by default, there's going to be less women further on within there just because somebody has to get eliminated later yeah. on in the uh, tournament. So that's kind of a bummer. But I am excited for this match. I am going to go with Rachel because I do think she could pull the win. But you're right. It could go either way because, listen, Shannon Miller is a fantastic player. Rachel's been studying her butt off. But I, I got to root for Rachel because she's one of my she's one of my favorite people on the planet. <laughs> we love you, Rachel. <laughs> not biased at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Sorry. Own it. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then the next match we have a Snyder versus Montano. Uh, Danielle, what are your thoughts? I'm so pumped about this match. Uh, I'm excited to see Robert come into the Schmodown and mm-hmm. do some more. And I, I really want Robert to take this. Um, I really hope Robert wins. I, I, Jeff Snyder's a, I mean, he's a champ. He was he, one of the longest running team championship belt holders for so long. He's been a part of the Schmodown for a very long time. So it's tough to, to say what way it could go, but you can't, you can't put Robert Montano on on the back burner. I hope I'm pronouncing your last name right, Robert. I'm sorry if I'm not. I'm so sorry if I'm not. Um, uh, you can't put him on the back burner because I think he's. We've seen what he's done inside of the league, and he has done well. So it, it'll be really interesting to see this match. I hope Robert takes it. I want Robert to take it, and I'm not going to put any money on the match, but I'm going to go with Robert for this one. All right, Megs. So again. You know, Danny, I I feel like Robert is going to be underestimated coming into this because I did. I've recently seen what him and Lace of the Party did against Team Action, and the type of game that I saw from him makes me very hopeful that he can pull out an upset 
in this one. Um, and Snyder's a little touch and go when it comes to singles. So, and he's very, he's similar to, to uh, Kalinowski that way, that he can be really good or he can self-destruct. Um, so it'll depend on which Snyder we get, but I would, for the sake of the fact that I know he has shown to be very good, I'd like to see Robert pull this one out. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel too. I mean, it's hard to vote against Snyder because he just he's a former champ multiple times. On Absolutely, multiple he is as he is a force to be reckoned with. But I also know Robert is a fantastic play player. He studies his butt off. He is so funny and so smart. I want him to win. I think it'd be a fantastic upset. I want to see him go further, but I it will be a challenge. It's definitely like. But you are right though. Snyder can kind of put himself in a bad situation and not do as well either. So. I have I want Robert to win. I think that's who I have winning, but it's definitely up in the air, honestly. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> It'll be interesting. I think that's one of the after the Perry KO match was one that I was really looking forward to, and mm -hmm. then on the same thing on that side of the bracket, um, that that match is definitely something that I was looking forward to. Yeah, and like it was kind of again the same thing with Perry Kalinowski. I thought that. Uh, Kalinowski would take it, but it was going to vastly depend on his mindset. And as we saw, it it played against him. Absolutely. All right. And the next one we have is Barbarian versus Cybold. Uh huh. Oh. Yes. I can't do it. <laughs> I know, right? I tried. I tried. I tried my hardest. <laughs> We tried, Barbarian. <laughs> we just can't do what you do. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, but pff, as I love Whitney so much, I love him as a person, as a character in the Schmodown for as, as mm -hmm. much character work that he does in it. Um, but I I do love to watch him play. But same thing with Craig, man. And, and Craig is just a force, just a force on, on trivia. So it's... I do think that this is one of those that could also very much be, it could go either way with it. Um, this was also a very hard one for me to choose from because I, I love both of those people, those characters so, so much and would love to see either one of them go through. But um, man, if I, my first gut instinct, like if you, if you played that game with me, like where you just said names out really fast and who to pick, I think I would go with Barbarian. Yeah. All right, Megs, what are your thoughts? Um, again, another it's another pick'em. There are so many matchups in this tournament that have been pick'ems for me, and this is another one. Um, again, we've seen Whitney Seibel come so close so many times with a high-scoring match that he mm -hmm. should have won, yeah. but he still isn't able to pull it out. So I'd like to see him pull it out for a round one, but also can't deny Barbarian's on a run, and he's mm -hmm. on a terror. Um, and for, and I love the fact that he dove into IG and did as well as he did for that not being his main focus. So that mm -hmm. just makes me hopeful that he can be a dominant force in now a singles that is more in what he was initially gunning for. So. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think it could go either way. Whitney, as you was pointed out, is that he is so close so many times. If he was playing like any other match, he would have won the matches. It's just that one time that person scored really, really well, or he's put up against something that scores really, really high normally. 
but Barbarian is one of those people who scores really, really high. Yeah. So yeah. unless so the wheel doesn't pay off in his favor and things like that, I do think the Barbarian's going to pull the win. Although I, I love Whitney. I want to see more of Whitney. It's just, it's, it just never works out for him. And it makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And is that, and then we have the last one of the week, Riley versus Video Drew. This is the one that I'm looking forward to the Ooh. most. Honestly, I, I, that I, that I said that one before, but really it's this one. Um, I Because it's the same thing with Mark Riley. Like, I feel like Mark Riley just kind of, it, every we know he's a great player. We've seen how well he's done, but man, sometimes does he just get the damn short end of the stick. And it bums me out, and I want to see Mark Riley do well. But also at the same time, like, I love Drew, and I love what Drew's doing with her character. I think um, I, I think what she's doing is a wonderful example of character work in the Schmodown mm -hmm. and, and how to kind of keep it, like, a neutral to where you can still um, move fluidly with your character. Mm -hmm. I think right. Drew would do well if she was a heel. Like, if she kind of found, like, her own heel vibe, I think she could do that really well. And I believe that she can completely pull off being a baby face just because she's she can do – she's – got a, a a unique character but it's not a character that sits on any side of the good yeah evil. yeah she's it's, it's, a, it's a universal persona that yeah. can get swayed based on how you play it off which, which is I believe, amazing yes which i believe mark riley has also because i i i do very much like at Mark Riley, like the Superman of the Schmodown. So he's like the nicest dude, just an mm -hmm. overall good guy, but is going to get shit done, right? So mm -hmm. I don't ever really see him as like a full heel or anything like that. I think that he can very much play into it, but I want to see Mark Riley go and do well in a tournament. I feel like sometimes Mark Riley gets left out of the conversation when they talk about the Finchstock Exchange players, and you always hear about Dan, Roca, and Ben. Sometimes I feel like Mark doesn't get into that conversation as much, but I think it's because he doesn't get the opportunity to play as much. We've seen the upsets, like the Stacey Howard upset last year. That was nuts. So I really want to see Mark Riley do well. We all know he's a, a great competitor, all of that good stuff. I, I, I'm not choosing. I'm not choosing <laughs> this one. I'm just finally come, someone come over to my side of actually staying neutral on something for once. Come on. I can't choose captain. I can't. I'm sorry. Uh, what so are your thoughts, Meg? Um, so totally agree with Danny. And like Video Drew's character work is amazing. He, uh, she has done so good of a job of kind of towing that line of being a strategist and playing the game, but also having a very unique and different type of character. But also, um, Riley was one of kind of the original guys from Collider that I really latched onto as someone inside the Schmodown that I wanted to succeed. I wanted to see him kind of come back into the spotlight of having the belts and having that prestige that he had there at the beginning. So, Video Drew, I love you, girl, but I am going to choose Riley. Ah! <laughs> oh, I am so torn because, like, I think it'll be close, but I think he will pull it out. It's it's super hard when you feel like you've developed friendships with people in the showdown too. And, and tell Drew me about it. And Riley, 
are some of my favorite people outside of the show. I'm like just visiting and having fun with that, like mm-hmm. events and things like that. So when they're it's anyone any situation like that when it's first each other, it hurts. Yeah, so bad. So it's like, can 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 we just you know have a tie? Sneak in around here somehow. Can we just yeah, like have I, a be a tie and just leave it? That'd be great. Yeah, I've unfor- I have not had a chance to. I'm I had one uh, stream where I was on with mm-hmm. Video Drew, but I haven't had a chance to really get to know her, whereas Riley, I've spent a little bit more time with. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what sways it a little bit. Um, and like, and the same thing with who's the boss matches too. Like I know both of these guys so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and to see that and to see them go through match, like it just really takes you through the rainer if you mm-hmm. let it. <laughs> huh. Wonder who, huh, that wonder who that is. <laughs> wonder who that could be. I like. I I, I want to pull a Danielle right now and be like, uh, I opt out of this. <laughs> I'll say I've opted Danielle. out of several of these, so I think you can. Uh, I I still hold the record so far, so yeah. I think you're well, okay. I'll just say I feel like it could go either way. I feel like it just kind of depends on like how Riley's feeling and stuff like that because we did see how the Who's the Boss match these went. So if we if we get that. Riley, I don't think he's gonna mm. win. But if we don't, he I mean, I absolutely think he could possibly win. And then video drew, I've heard behind the scenes stuff that she is studying her butt off. She is ready to go. She's super motivated and excited. So she could absolutely win this. It could totally happen. And also Mark can. So mm-hmm. um I'm gonna say I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought- I'm gonna say neutral because I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Alex had said something in the chat earlier about how Drew feels her no Drew feels herself a a full heel a a super heel and that she would be offended by what I said and I apologize video Drew maybe we can't tell that that's what she's doing because we are all such heels (laughs) (laughs) we have established that called action doesn't know what heels and faces are We can't figure it out either. <laughs> we can't oh. figure it out. What is a heel? Anyways, uh, we have a stream lab that came in from Yay. Ferris, one of our favorite people. We love you, Ferris. And it says, OMG, three of the most amazing ladies I have ever seen. I fucking love you all. And Megs, I'm a big fan of yours. Hashtag Action Army. Hashtag Team Bateman. All right. I appreciate yeah, it. <laughs> What? You just like knocked the breath out of me. Jeez, you took my breath away and not in. I know she was like, <gasps> I know. There's just like a range of emotions <laughs> happening. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I can't believe. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Love you, Fadis. Ferris has just <laughs> put her on a total. I know. Well, I'm, well it, like, I was bracing myself because I'm like, Ferris, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? Well, Come I on. need to screen share, Paul. <laughs> Help me, man. Uh, Ferris, verify in the chat that there it says Team Bateman on there. It does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, all right. So that's the matches coming up this week. So I think it is time to talk about our shows coming out this week. Some amazing stuff's happening on the channel. Speaking of which, Danielle, uh, do you want me to play the trailer or do you want to talk about what's happening tomorrow on Chill? Play the tape! All right, I'll play the tape. Play the tape.
That's right. But Chill to Action is going to be tomorrow night. Tomorrow, um, uh, tomorrow night. Um, I believe it's at the same time. I'm so sorry that I don't actually remember the actual time that it's going to start. But I'm pretty sure it's going to start at its, its normal time. If not, Paul will let anyone we'll correct us. Yeah, yeah, correct me right now. If you, if you I'm, Thank I'm, you. <laughs> same chill time. Um, except that it's tomorrow. So tomorrow night, come and hang out with me, Paul, Dan, and Mara, Kelsey, and Billy. Uh, I'm not sure if that was supposed to be a surprise or not. So I'm sorry that I just got the spoiler alert. Sorry. Spoiler alert. I am, I am so excited you guys are getting those two on. It's, it's like, the, it, is that one of the... <laughs> <laughs> Of course. <laughs> this is this is if if y'all ever notice that it's usually Paul who plugs chill. This is why. <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> no, thank you, Meg. Uh, big shout out to Paul because Paul's been uh, busting his butt trying to. Oh yeah, to- I'm sure. That really has been something that we've uh, really tried to lock in for a very long time now. That's what I've heard. Kind of the back, the backstage stories I've been hearing. I'm like, oh yes, yeah, yep. we, we wanted them. Yeah. Yes, December. So. It's yeah. going to be worth the wait though, because not only yes. are we getting them on, we're getting them on together, which I'm super excited about. Yes. I love them. They are one they of are so one of the showdown couples. They're so adorable together, and oh. Really I love so when we do couple interviews. It's great. Play questions ready for them and uh, send them to us either in Streamlabs or wherever you need to. Streamlabs will just take priority. So, woo! Yep. Awesome. All right. And then coming up on Wednesday, we always have, or at least most times, Schmo Bates with Alex Mac, Mac Daddy. I don't know what the theme is this time. It's always kind of in the works. And if she does know, she can correct us in the chat and I will say it out loud. But we. Wednesday, Shmobates. Amazing show. If you are not watching that show, check it out. It is amazing. It is very adrenaline filled. Mm-hmm. You will be shouting at the screen like, come on, why is that person winning? Or be super excited. It's, it's it, You can invest in it. It's a great show. Having been on it a couple times, it is a rush. And so much fun. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a lot Ooh, of fun. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, corruption right. theme. Corruption's the theme. I thought I, that was what uh, they were discussing. Yeah. Shannon oh, Barney is co-host. And then Marisol McKee versus Chance Ellison. That is going to be a do not miss match, guys. Okay. <laughs> and then we can't tell you the ghost judge, but you will find out during the match. So it's always somebody super amazing. And that I don't know, so I can't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> this is why they don't tell me. <laughs> So yeah, that's going to be fantastic. And then of course we'll have breakdowns and things coming up as matches happen. And then we'll maybe could maybe maybe squeeze a Twitch stream. We don't plan those. We kind of plan like 2 hours before. Hey guys, you want to <laughs> hang out? <laughs> so we will let you know on social media if those mm-hmm. are happening. And then of course live now on Saturdays. Make sure to update your calendars, guys. Saturday night live, Sunday chilled action. We've shifted over a day. Everything else be the same. So yeah, and we'll do a for we'll do this whole formal thing. We're uh, chill is gonna take a week off next week also, so we'll um we'll get we're switching some things up, trying to make a more entertaining experience for everyone out there. So yay, woohoo! All nice. right, and then for our final segment of the show, we have questions from the chat. Get your questions in. E- Oops, pushed it twice. <laughs> 
uh, either through Streamlabs or Super Chats. Those take priority, but we will try to get some other ones in the chat as well, depending on time. So get your questions in. While we wait for those amazing questions, we're going to give our plugs, starting with Danielle. Where can people find you? You know me. It's your girl, Danny Joy. You can find me on Twitter at Danny Joy, D-A-N-I-E-E-J-O-Y. You can also find me here every... I, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to change that now. Uh, you can find me here on uh, the Call to Action show every Sunday uh, doing Chill to Action. That's going to be fun. I got to get used to that one. But look, you you know me. You can find me on Twitter at Danny Joy and here on this channel. And look for me on the Facebooks. Woo! And Megs, where can people... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kelsey. I'm sorry, Kelsey. On the Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, so you can find me uh, at Instagram. You're cutting out. Twitter at Megs. Do that correctly. Um, am I back? Uh, nope, no, no, not no, yet. No, 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 and we're no, waiting. We're waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good now. <laughs> hopefully you will find hopefully you will find me with better internet sometime in the coming months um but i also post quite often on the mts facebook page so you can find me there as well very cool very cool and you can find me at kelseykins90 on twitter and instagram I also run the call to action podcast instagram so you can interact with me there t public we've got merch we've got masks there was a sale going on not sure if it's still happening but if it is go get your shirts go get your masks because you need to wear a mask and I, also, you can find me on Twitch at Kelsey Kins Gamer. I'm haven't been on there very much because my internet's been wacky, but it seems to have settled down. So I should be this week getting back into the groove, playing some video games. I'm super excited about it. All right, let's see about questions from the chat. I already know my favorite one. I can already see my favorite question in the chat right now. Okay, <laughs> starting with like Alex. Favorite young adult movie movie adaptation. Ooh. This is an interesting And then one. she added dystopian or non. That's a good one. Um, mm. I feel like it's it's hard to not say Hunger Games. Because the I mm -hmm. for, for what it's worth, the adaptation was fine. Um, I do feel like there's a lot of things that I, I feel could have could have improved the movies, but for, for the most part, I think that I think that they did the book series pretty well for it um and and i mostly because i'm trying to think of anything specifically ya ya is not the the genre that i gravitate towards so that's just that's why i just can't really think of anything to do i'm trying to get into ya i really am um but i think i'm gonna have to go with the hunger games on this one just as a cop out because i can't think of anything else now. cool cool and megs what's your choice i want to say the Hunger Games is the one that came to mind initially. I'm not coming up with any other adaptations that really amazed me. Um, I am, I did really like the way that they did. Um, it's it's more young children, but um, mm -hmm. Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. Uh, oh, Lord yeah. of the Rings was is yeah. a favorite of mine. The first one definitely was the best as far as staying true to the books mm -hmm. uh specifically um but i mean hunger games is definitely the one that's kind of stood out to me as one that i again it was the first one that popped in my head so i'd have to i would say oh and i just saw alex bridge of uh, bridge of terabithia was also very good so that's kind of not seen that movie but i have i do know what i i, I know the mm -hmm. story i haven't mm -hmm. read the book yeah Josh Hutchinson is uh, 
one of the one of my favorites as far as from that age group. So mm -hmm. I definitely enjoyed seeing him in that. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Since you said or non dystopian, I'm gonna say Love Simon because you did give me that option. Mm -hmm. Because I love that movie. It makes me happy cry every time I watch it. The book, I read the book a while ago. I need to reread it because I hadn't read it recently when I'd seen it. But I just love that movie. That was like probably one of my favorite movies of that year as well. It just, it's so cute and sweet. Yeah. And I saw it with the right group of people. We were in the audience with a bunch of like teenage girls. So like there's a certain scene ah. that happens at the end, not spoiled for it. And all the girls were like, ah. <laughs> it, was just, like <laughs> it, was, it was almost like a like end game experience where the whole audience was like having a reaction. And so nice. Fun. And I'll say one that I didn't think I was going to like, and I was almost forced to watch, but I did also like it, was mm -hmm. uh, Fault, Fault in Our Stars. Mm -hmm. It made me want to cry, but I was really glad I watched it. It was like mm -hmm. it was not one that I would have chosen on my own, but mm -hmm. I was definitely glad that I did watch it. I really one. liked the movie To All the Boys I Loved Before. I liked <gasps> Yes! Mm -hmm. I okay. I haven't either. So that I can't judge it on... Uh, adaptation wise because i haven't read the book same thing with fault in our stars perks perks of being a wallflower i haven't read those books mm -hmm. so right I don't. yeah I, I could go on a dainty rant on ones about uh not so good at adaptations of great <laughs> books mm -hmm. danny i feel like you <laughs> and i <laughs> should get on this because let, know, I've got you. Opinions we're too. Talk, we're, we'll talk about this at, at some point for we sure we should yes right. yeah our next question for Meg's came oh, by or yes. I, I knew this was going to happen. To which yeah. I shall emphatically say, I am disinclined to acquiesce to your request. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Next question. What is your favorite song from Mariah Carey? The entire Butterfly album. The Butterfly album is my answer. That's, that's the only correct answer. I don't like Mariah Carey. I can tell you which my least favorite song is, which is the Christmas song that plays in 90 million times. I hate that song so much. I get instant rage when it comes on. And it's like, yeah, you, you see full Belford mode from Kelsey when that song comes on the radio. I love Christmas music. I'm like, I'm that, I'm that dummy that puts Christmas carols on like as soon as October is over. It's Christmas. Time. That's I'm that I'm that bitch. I'm that. <laughs> Megs, do you have a favorite Mariah Carey song? Oh, yep. Am I back now? Can you hear me? Yep. <sighs> I was so hoping that this would stay strong for this one. Um, so Mariah is not one that I follow really well. So there's probably a few that I know that I like. I just can't come up with the names of them. Um, so I'll have to do a pass on that one because I can't come up with anything specific in my head. Very cool. All right. Next question. <laughs> Three-way trivia match between Danny, Kelsey, and Meg. <laughs> what would you pick as strengths and who would win? Well, I would not win. So we <laughs> I don't think any of us would claim to... I uh I think it's going to be, if we're all kind of on the same page, I think it's going to be like a Dagnino, Robert Martin Burnett match all over again, where we're like three <laughs> points against four points, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it depends. Yeah. It. I think I really feel good from the questions that I've heard about Pixar. That mm -hmm. one I, I feel really confident in. And the few, honestly, the few that I've heard about family films, 
I feel like I might be able to do okay in those. Those are kind of the categories that that I tend to. Those are my comfort movies, y'all. So I watch. Mm-hmm. I watch. I love animated movies. Animation is one of my favorite things. So I feel like animated movies would also be a strength. Anything in that sort of coming of age, family films, animated, uh, Disney, Pixar. I feel like I would. Those would be something that I would use. Directors, uh, uh, movie release dates. No. <laughs> no real movie trivia no <laughs> i'm sorry so yeah i feel like, like i'm in similar boat where it's like okay like the inner geekdom realm is kind of where i've spent a lot of my time watching movies mm-hmm. however most of my retention is in quotes and plot specifics mm-hmm. so like ask me who played what i'm getting better at figure and paying attention to that for the most part but i could like quote you most or half of multiple movies but ask me who played what i'm like uh maybe i can tell you what other part they might have played in but yeah i definitely yeah that's me too uh i i mean if we're talking about main like the main league i would guess i'd have to say inner geekdom because that's the main slice but if we're talking all over i'd probably do dceu um i also though i'm terrible with directors scores who played who i'm but if you ask me plot specific stuff i'm pretty good with all in all those categories if i've seen the movie a couple times like i'll know what happened in scenes or what color something is and things like that but mm-hmm. i'm terrible like with have, names <laughs> yeah i feel like there's a lot of categories that i've come across where it's like i know specific pockets of knowledge about that slice like mm-hmm. it's not like i have one slice where i'm like i know i could probably definitely get this besides maybe disney or animated mm-hmm. um but like certain ones where it's like Sports movies, anything that had that's Gavin O'Connor, I'm good. Yeah, I can handle this. Um, but in like again, just nitpicks niches inside of slices mm-hmm. is more of I don't concentrate on one particular one versus the other. I have a pretty wide range of things that I've paid attention to over the years. I do mm-hmm. also think I would do well in Kubrick, and that would be the only. Uh, now see, ho- yeah, see, horror is where you guys lose me. I, I do not get into horror. Sorry. Not all of his movies are horror movies. The Shining is no. my absolute favorite movie ever. Um, but I, I that's the that's the only like other category that I feel like I would do. Yeah, like the the horror thrillers. Like I definitely, if you give me a choice, it's like I have seen some thrillers, like the more political psychological thrillers. I know I've seen several of those, but if you're talking about straight up slasher horrors. I've I've avoided them. All right. Next question from somebody lurking in the background of this show. Uh, Will Danielle ever not cry on a chill episode? <laughs> uh, I, I, I do. I do cry every episode. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We shall see. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Let's see if I can lose all of my emotions in the next two weeks. But. <laughs> All right. It's good to cry. Don't ever shame crying. Yeah, absolutely. Don't shame people who cry. Cry. Let it out, everyone. It's totally okay to cry. <laughs> okay. Not all cries are in sadness. Yeah. All right. Another question from Dean. What celebrity do you want to see play next that would be a legit contender? Because Kevin Jericho looked great. Ooh. Oh. Who would mm. I want to see compete next? I'm trying to think of. Um, I don't know. Do you all have anyone inside of your brains at the moment? I'm trying to think. 
of who I think would be good. Because there's like all kinds of celebrities that be like, I just want to see them because I love them. And I think they'd be funny. But like, mm-hmm. will they be good at it? I don't know if she'd be good at it or not, but I just adore her. And I think her as a person is amazing. Right. So I'd, I'd like to see Anna Kendrick be on there. Ooh. I love her. I love that. <laughs> okay. I love that. So I don't know how she's a trivia, but. I feel like maybe um, now that, you know, Kevin Smith kind of has a little uh, closer insight to it, maybe we could even get someone like Jason Muse into it. That would be cool. That would be cool. Mm. Okay. Cool. Get, yeah. And then get an actual Jane Silent Bob match. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. That'd be tight. I feel like the silent part would kind of play against, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that might, that might cause like, some complications, but uh, okay. All right. Um, let's see. Megs, did you, I, did you answer? I'll say I, I didn't have anyone real specific. I'm, I was trying to think of who would kind of fit into. Um, just because of scenes, the kind of the two women that have shown a lot of academic excellence mm-hmm. or excellent would be like um, Natalie Portman. And it would be really cool to see like someone that like Abito. It would be interesting to kind of get their perspective. That would be cool. I like that. That's cool. You know who I think would have really cool in uh, like entrances also? Um, uh, Lena Waithe. I don't know if I'm saying her last name right either. Um, I'm not sure, sure who that is. She's not ringing a bell. She was in Ready Player One. She played um, oh. She played H in Ready Player yes. One. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I love her. I think I think it would I think she would be fun to watch. I wonder if she would do well in it too, like how well she would do in movie trivia. Well, I'll say we're all missing the one that is probably the most famous celebrity inside the Schmodown. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. That's the real. That's the answer. Right? That's the real answer. That is the answer. I had the biggest smile on my face whenever Jader came out for his very first match, and, and, had, shirt, sure, and she had yeah. It was so good. It was perfect. I loved it. All right. All right. Next question. What is your favorite anime? Even though I know animation is not anime. I, I've honestly watched one anime in my entire life and I'm only halfway through it and it's Cowboy Bebop, but I like it. I'm enjoying it. So I'm going to say that. (laughs) I love Spirited Away. Spirited Away and Princess Mononoke are um, my favorite ones. I'm not the biggest, uh, like deep diver into anime i only know like most surface level stuff so mizaki definitely i've watched those um i love kiki's delivery service i really I, oh i i, I like kiki it. i've seen kiki yeah i really like that one and oh my and my name totoro oh man so mizaki i don't know i can't i feel like that's a hard one but those are really the only anime like i still haven't seen cowboy bebop i think i i tried to watch it a very long time ago and just didn't get through it um i also would love to see um what's the what's the one someone will know it if i say it's dragonflies um is it the valley of dragonflies i'm not too sure if that's if that's what it's called but that one i'm not sure oh actually also uh akira i have akira i love akira it's that movie fucking blew my brain when i watched that's my answer akira there boom all right. And uh, anime is not is one that I haven't dived into either. Um, sorry, I'm kind of copying out on most of these. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, try to think if there's like if there's one that I have like any cursory knowledge of that I could mention. Um, 
I'll say I've heard great things about all of them. It's just I haven't devoted the time to sit down and check anything out. Like probably the closest thing to like the non-traditional um, just animation stuff is when I watched um, Star Wars Rebels. That Ooh. was a surprise that I really, really enjoyed that series. Nice. Um, so kind of a, a tangential, but that was one that isn't necessarily considered a mainstream, but is it's pretty good. Perfect. And next question. Uh, best Chadwick Boseman movie, RIP to the King of Wakanda. Wakanda mm. forever. Um, I feel terrible. I have not seen a ton of movie season. I mostly know him from the MCU. I did see 21 Bridges like the weekend it came out because I was so excited to see him in it. I thought it was a fun thriller, but I'm going to go with Black Panther because it's just iconic and he did such a great job. And he brought that character mm -hmm. to life so well. So, Danielle? I watched... Um... I always get the damn title wrong. I want to say it's the get down the James, the James Brown movie that he did. And I mm. absolutely adored it. I thought he did such a great job on there. Mm, yeah. Uh, I, and the same, same thing. I really, I, I think I really didn't pay attention to him until after uh, the MCU stuff and then seeing what he was doing. I have loved Jackie Robinson as a baseball player. My mm. entire, like uh, I was in elementary school doing a paper on Jackie Robinson. Like you picked like someone who inspires you or something. And I, I, right. I loved that player. So that movie also very much hit, hit very close to me, but I really liked what he did in the James Brown movie. I, I think it's get on up. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Right. And makes. So um, when he plays Jackie Robinson, I believe it's 43, 42. 42. I was one number off. I haven't yeah, looked right. at the page for a while. Um, so yes, 42 was probably my first one that I saw of his that I just instantly loved. And then of course, uh, Black Panther was one of the more iconic ones, but I think I really like what he does in 42 and especially, um, him and Harrison Ford together and what dynamic they have just makes it extra special for me. Very cool. I definitely, that's one of my projects coming up is I want to go back and watch his backlog of stuff because I clearly missed a bunch mm -hmm. and I feel bad and I need, I need to see them. It's one of those things where it's like I saw it come out. I'm like, I'll get to it eventually. I'll watch it. Yeah, and 21 Bridges is one, that I, is one that I would love to mm -hmm. catch because I've heard a lot of really good things about that yeah. one too. It, it, it's, it's, it's pretty good. I liked it. I've, I heard mixed things or reviews like that. I liked it though. It's one of those like thrillers where the tensions are high. You're like, oh, what are they going to do? So, mm -hmm. Just he's very ride. good at it. Awesome. So. All right, next question. Um, who could play against Doug Benson? I can't, I can't wait to see Doug Benson play. I really hope he plays. Like I, like how everyone like felt about Kevin Smith and, and Chris Jericho yesterday. That's how I'm going to feel about Doug Benson. I'm so excited. If he does play, I would flip. Um, who I think he could play or would play. Um I feel like it would be fun to make him go up against Kevin Smith. Fair. That's a fair. That's a fair one. Let's put your Oh, let's think. Who? I could see him going up against someone like. I, mean, I could even see him going up against someone like, say, um, like Marisol McKee or one of our kind of newer ones from the fan from the uh, 
other leagues that mm -hmm. might uh, present an interesting challenge, ones that aren't quite as tested in this, because this would be his first uh, match. So you wouldn't want to put him necessarily against someone who's of high rank initially. I think any of those guys would be interesting. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, yeah Kevin I, Smith is a is a good is a good poll. I was gonna remind is either Kevin Smith or Jericho. If Jericho wants to come back and have his next, you know, go around and try uh, getting a win oh, okay. and things like yeah. that, that'd be cool. But if they want to keep his Kevin Smith's momentum going, that would be an awesome. So that's kind of what I thought is like either the winner or loser of that match might be who they put up him against. But I actually don't know much about Doug Benson. I don't know his strengths or weaknesses. I haven't seen him in things, so I. I don't know, like strategy wise, like who I think you do well against or things like mm -hmm. that. But yeah. that's just storyline wise. I feel like that makes makes a little sense, I guess. Uh, right. Real quick, I'm gonna do this next question and then I'm gonna step away from the computer for a second. So we have what addition could make for a great Schmodown expedition exhibition match? Drunk, stoned, or hot one style? That uh okay so that's a that's a that's a great question because hmm. all of those play to to my lives but I think doing a hot one style is very fun. Um, whenever I was first trying to give the idea to Paul about chill, I I asked him to like Sean Evans is someone who I very much admire, so I love hot ones um, as as a show just in general, but as a concept, I think it's hilarious. And I think it would be really fun to see players try to compete in movie trivia while eating hot wings in, in that way. Like you'd get asked a question throughout, throughout each wing, like like the way that they do it, but a trivia question as, as instead of like an interview question. And then the, the questions get harder throughout and the questions get harder, the wings get hotter. That would be a lot of fun. I love that. <laughs> I think that one would be fun. Honestly, I definitely, I'm leaning towards that. Um, trying to, not a huge fan of the stoned. I mean, some people would love that. It's just not my cup of tea to see that. Um, what was the third option? Uh, hot wood style or drunk, drunk yeah. hot one style. Oh, drunk. Okay, and yeah, yeah. I'm gonna gotcha. my dog. <laughs> so I mean, I feel like in various degrees, we've seen certain competitors. Cut out. I don't. I did before. Um, different levels of inebriated are. <laughs> Okay. Are we back? Yes. Okay. So I was, Hey, I was just as a general from what I've seen the, the drunk aspect, have we not in various degrees of inebriate? Have we not already kind of seen that? <laughs> just, <laughs> just not, no judge whatsoever. Just kind of an observation of what certain, what certain players do. So mm -hmm. I think yeah. I will I will go towards the hot ones version. That would be interesting. I feel like the the stoner one it, it, it wouldn't I don't feel like it would be as fun. I think it would be I right. think funny. I think it would have funny mm -hmm. moments. I don't think yeah, it would be fun. Uh and the drunk one, I feel like it would just get way too chaotic. And that makes my brain hurt also. Like whenever there's like too much chaos going on in a Schmodown match, I'm just like, oh man, like come on. Do this. So that's, I feel like that would be the only thing with drunk, drunk. I love that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'd miss a bunch of this stuff. I was gone for a second, but if I had to pick one, I'm 
if people know me from live events like that, I'm a big hot sauce fan. I love hot sauce. It's like a thing where I get the hottest thing on the menu anywhere we go and things like that. So I would like a hot ones one. I think that would be fun. Yeah. I want to see which people in the down I could take in a hot sauce eating contest. I feel like a lot of them I could beat. <laughs> well, we were supposed to do that uh, that hot that hot nut challenge. Yeah, I still have it. I'll have to bring it. <laughs> they're actual peanuts or whatever. Yes. Yeah, they're like peanuts are increasingly hotter. It's a competition. Yeah. Until, oh, like, okay. Yeah. We've been planning on doing it at a live event. Me and I think me and Lucas are the ones that have been yeah. kind of been set up to do it. <laughs> But it just, we always get too busy. And then we look at the time. It's like, oh, we're all leaving now. We haven't done it yet. <laughs> I feel yes, like that's time. I feel like that's a common problem with those types of events. I sadly have not been to a live event yet. But yeah. it having been to other types of events like that, that is the common. You have a lot of plans going in. And then you very quickly run out of time. So. Yeah, for sure. All right. Another question. Uh, do you think we will see Doug Benson play this year? Uh, since Sam got him in a free agent signing. Okay, yeah. So, so we talked about who, son. but do we think right. he is going to play? I hope um, Since he's not in the singles tournament, I have high doubts unless somehow he ends up on a team for the team's tournament. Because mm -hmm. I feel like we're already playing catch-up from the time and that's been happening so far with COVID. So... I don't think we're gonna have a lot of extra singles matches aside from contender and title matches. I agree. It'd be great to see him, but I, I rather doubt. <laughs> all right, I'm trying to see if there's any more questions. I think we got to them all. I'm going through real quick. I think that's it. So thank you so much for joining us this evening, guys. We had a lot of fun this Saturday night. Look, it's an hour and a half. I'm kind of actually excited about that. I've had a rough day. Uh, I get a little detail. I have an allergic reaction to fake hamburger meat. And so I am now on allergy medicine and an energy drink trying to counteract it. So thank you for bearing with me while I fight through tiredness and increased sugary energy. So we'll, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for being here with us. And we love you guys. We will see you yeah. tomorrow for a fantastic episode of Chill. And we'll also see you again next week on Call to Action Live. Bye, everybody.